Hello and welcome to episode 195 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, the man that Michael Clark modelled his love life on, Mick, and let me introduce you to the rest of the team. Next up is the man that invented the cheeky Nandos. Welcome, David. G'day, fuckheads. Next up is the ballerine's answer to Steve, Steve Smith because he started off as a leggy and now he's a run-making machine. Welcome, Alex. Hello, everyone. Steve Smith or Scott Borthwick? I'm not sure which one I am. <laughs> Fucking hell. And lastly, he's the Don Bradman of being the bloke, being the only bloke in a shady pub. Welcome, Roscoe. <laughs> yeah, I, I also would like to say, Mick, that black shirts are cool. Yep. Mm. Mm. Especially well once you stretched out the next big. Yeah. 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 <laughs> not, not only black T-shirts, but black long-sleeve T-shirts. Yeah, long-sleeve. <laughs> wow. Oh, look out. <laughs> yeah, just going to jump on your skateboard, do some tricks, mate? Or I thought it? maybe he's going out robbing houses after this, but yeah. <laughs> Get my balaclava on there. It's just got the eye holes. <laughs> Joining a... Um, Punk, hardcore thrash metal band, Ross, just being the bass player. Yep, yeah, black yeah, long sleeve. That is very uh, mid nine or late nineties, I'll say. Long yep. sleeve t shirt, yeah, in one of those bands. Yeah, sing a fast mission. song about how emotional you are. Yeah. Short sleeve t shirt, <laughs> over a long sleeve t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no one loves me. Play too fast tempo music. All right, well, one and all, even to the Frederick, Frederick, <laughs> that 39 year old angst out of your body. This is a tight ship <laughs> production brought to you by Big Lug Enterprise. Shout out to our only fan, Grant Ronald. Ha, da, I, I was gonna call him Daryl Hustler. I don't know why I was gonna call him Daryl. I'm gonna say Daryl Daryl Hannah. <laughs> all righty, so we'll start off. There's been a, a little bit of news around the traps, but not a great deal being. Technically, the off-season because the IPL is bullshit. So, um, we've got a little bit we'll talk about, um, which is about two weeks old, so it's right on song for us, is uh, the list of Australian Cricket Australia contracted players for the upcoming 23-24 summer. So, um, we've got in alphabetical order, for those of you playing at home, um, Sean Abbott from New South Wales, Ashton Ager from WA, the ball master, Scotty Boland from Victoria, Alex Carey, Paddy Cummins. I don't know how Paddy Cummins keeps his contract, but um, yeah. Cameron Green, Marcus Harris um, has been given Ooh. a contract back after having his taken away from last year. Uh, Big Noni, Josh Hazelwood. That's a waste of money. I'd take his off him. Travis oh, Head, man. Josh Inglis, uh, Usman, Marnus, uh, Nathan Lyon, Mitch Marsh, Glenn Maxwell. Lance Morris was given was had his contract upgraded to a full-time contract. Jesus. Uh, Todd Murphy has a contract. Uh, Mick Nessa was upgraded. Joy Richardson was upgraded. Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark, Marcus Stoinis, David Warner, and Adam Zampa. The blokes who had their contracts taken off them were Matty Wade, Matty Renshaw, Peter Hanscom, uh, Matthew Kuhneman, and Mitchell Swepson. It's always hard, Mick, when you hear those blokes who have never played a test who have a contract and those blokes who have played a test and don't have a contract. Yeah. Like, like the ones that, like you said, like someone like, like the Lance Morris one, I don't get. No. Like, I know they're like, because it's, I get like, I oh, know, I don't get any of it because he hasn't <laughs> played anything yet. No. Like, 
Okay, yeah. Josh Inglis plays nearly every T20 ISO. It's like when Finchie had a contract. Okay, he might not be a test player, but yeah. he's in our setup the whole time, so he has a contract. He's probably the backup keeper, arguably, yeah, for sure. at the moment as well. So, okay. I don't get the Lance Morris one. I don't get it. I just do not fucking get it at it, all. It, it's like, you know, if you didn't give him a contract, you couldn't take him on tour or something. Yeah. It's yeah. not the case. So where's he going? He's not going to go fucking play <laughs> soccer or something instead. Like, he's not Alex <laughs> well, Keane. Like, fucking hell, he doesn't have that yeah. much talent. Yeah, I was just yeah. thinking that. Is they, they locking him in? But then it's like, what is he? They're not going to cold pack or whatever it is over and just play yeah. county cricket. And, yeah. Like, I'm not getting enough certainty from playing Australian cricket, so I'm going to yeah. piss off and play T20s. It's a bit of a sizzle for later on the episode. I've got a feeling I might know why they signed up Lance Morris. It's, oh. to, do with, it's to do with a. Um, with a bit of information I got for later on in the podcast. So, so, so for those of you thinking you were going to switch off mid-off, I'd be sticking Ooh. around. Switch back on, mid-on. Yeah. <laughs> mid-on. Switch mid-on. Halfway through, you're going to switch on. <laughs> Start listening. Keep switching. Focusing. Yeah. So you can now go into like a deep fog for 15 or 20 minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah. and rise <laughs> out of it. Yeah, does well out of all of our batsmen and fucking sorry, mate. Contract <laughs> on your bike, yeah. son. Rip it up. Fuck yeah. I like I like what you said there, Alex. Just treat the <laughs> 20 minutes here. Bull treats the whole podcast. <laughs> Just descend into a fog. A fog. Yep. Yeah. And of course, you'll know it's time to tune back in from Lance Morris because we'll give the traditional hand signal <laughs> if you'll hear. <laughs> <laughs> Are we still doing this? I'm surprised. Um, <laughs> are we on? Are we on? I thought this was recording. I didn't hear that lady say recording. What? This is a production this meeting. meeting still? Meeting till like We've said some funny you? shit, so it must be the production part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about this roller they've got for sale. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't get why, why we're talking about bikes that they give contracts to, which I don't really get either. It's fucking... Um, Sean Abbott, like they never, yeah, they never yeah. seen a play, but he always got. And this isn't like it's the first time having a contract. He's had a contract now for a couple of years. Oh, yeah. seven or eight years, I reckon, in yeah. a row. Just like, is he the the can play any format backup guy? Maybe oh, I don't yeah. know. I think he's been the next big contract. thing for fucking eight yeah. years. Like, yeah, when's, yeah. when's he going to be the thing? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> well, I suppose there's a pecking order mix. So. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, he is an interesting one. I wonder if then they give out these contracts, though, that they don't actually do them in more than one-year blocks. So, um, so when they announce it, it's not like those blokes are waiting. They've, they've you know, signed them up for three years, three years ago. Yeah, well, that's true. That's Maybe Sean Abbott's got, like, a four-year one. So it's like, yeah, 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 it sounds like they're announcing him, but realistically he's still got, like, a year to run or something. Yeah, mm. that explains a lot about Ashton Agar, too. Yeah, well, that's true as well. <laughs> At least it performs in one aspect of the thing. Oh, the, look, the funny thing about was Kuhneman lost his contract. Kuhneman had a fucking contract? No, no, because what happens is they get upgraded. If you play enough yeah. tests or oh, games so or one played, day, they would have got, so got upgraded. Yeah. So, same as Swepson. So, they technically yeah. had contracts. They played a test and they did this and so they upgrade them. Then they but go, then, we're, not gonna probably, we're not, probably not going to pick you again. So, they take it off. Why have, why not? It's not, it's, it's not a drop. They're not dropped. It should really have another sentence saying uh, these players who are upgraded to contracts during the season did not get a, a another contract. We get it renewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But will it just do everything on based on how many games you play? 
Yeah, but I think the reason they want to do these central contracts too is because then it does it gives in theory it gives them first right over saying no, you can't go to Pakistan and play for. Ah, uh, there we you go. Playing for Australia. There yeah. we go. Except That's the IPL because right. you can't tell anyone that they can't go to the IPL. Yeah, absolutely. You need that NOC, a non-objection certificate, to play in any league outside yeah. Australia. Okay. And uh, the contracted players, it, yeah, it's when it came in, it was just about paying them. Um, what they were worth, but yeah. now it's more about yes, what your priorities are because no Australians really turn down a national contract, but you see it with some other kind of Trent Bolt in New Zealand turning down. Yeah, a, yeah. And Guptil got out of his Guptil, as well. Yeah, but he's he's near the end. He's not been very good, has he? He's no, pretty good Guptil. for the Renegades. Yeah, <laughs> but um, everyone's good for the Renegades. Yeah. <laughs> they get but, the cream um, of the, the crop at their peak. <laughs> To the central contract, you have access to them for marketing and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lance Morris probably a big marketing thing. Morals and they don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lance Morris obviously apparently a possibility was since Lance. Thanks for Patrick Cummins. Mm. So, well, Lance Morris, of course, would be the thunder from down under. Work. So he will, um, he'll no doubt be at the front and center of all marketing. Absolutely, just replacing Postman Pat, aka Josh Hazelwood. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Boring was someone a bit more interesting. <laughs> so we've probably got a better rig than Hazelwood. There's, there's not a definition in yeah, Josh, Josh, body. Josh Hazelwood, the line and length of human beings. That's what. Yeah, he's... I don't know how you could be in elite sporting competition for, or, <laughs> at that level for that long and not have one bit of definition in any aspect of your body. It's just like it's made out of putty. <laughs> Uh, most of us was um, what, a bit like that. Um, what's his name? Cummins is a bit sloppy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Pete I wouldn't Siddle, say sloppy. Him? I would just no, say just like, oh, Siddle's cut. sloppy. I wouldn't yeah, say yeah. Cummins sloppy. Just like nothing. There's no abs. Yeah, yeah. I feel I like know. it must be what the sort of muscle tone or elasticity or um, uh, whatever that's required for fast bowling. Maybe it was like back in the day when you know swimming was like you needed a bit of pad on your body to be more buoyant. Maybe it's uh, like that. Yeah. It gives you momentum through the crease having well, a bit of chub. Talking about fat on the body, I yeah. saw that um, James Big Dumb Paddle has oh. <laughs> got a bit of meat on the bones these days. Fuck he's... me. He's been, he's been on the Michael Carrenti retirement diet. Fucking <laughs> Jesus. He, goes to, he must go to KFC more often than I fucking do. He's looking fucking massive. <laughs> You can't um, eat that much pasta anymore, Pato. You're not doing it. When is going to play footy, you go, okay, no worries. Yeah, he was a pretty big, well-put-together unit as a fast bowler. I wouldn't want to play on that bloke if he was sent half forward and I was sent half back. Then you see yeah. the photos of him and you go, oh, maybe I will play on this fucking <laughs> Like, Jesus. <laughs> He's massive. His uh, hotspots must have cleared up to play footy. Yeah. He's in his back and stuff. That's not going to help him. I think him and his coach are on different pages, though, about um, uh, playing a non-contact sport versus playing a contact sport. Because yeah, Pato reckoned he bowled 40 overs in 50-degree heat. When the and... fuck did that happen? Yeah, exactly. That I meant to look happen. this up. Yeah, well, seeing, seeing as you're going to have a long segment at some stage on the show, I'm going to try and look this up. I don't yeah, even know if maybe one of the, the it maybe one of the Shield finals in Al Springs or something. No, it wasn't he that said hot. He, he said Chennai. Oh, he, yeah, <laughs> he said somewhere in India. I don't even reckon he's played a test in India. Well, well for yeah. maybe well, in live, right? Maybe played in that first class game with a kid made a thousand. Maybe start over <laughs> fucking <bowl. laughs> He definitely maybe. played a test in India. Definitely. Oh, he did. Okay. All right. Okay. 
but I don't reckon he would have bowled Cordiers in 50 degree heat because I don't think in the day, 50, no. 50 I don't think anyone in test cricket for Australia's bowled 40 fucking overs that's not a spinner. Yeah, yeah I know. Maybe, maybe Michael Kasperovic. Yeah. Maybe yeah. him. Cordiers across test reckon... match, maybe, but 50 degrees, I still think I, think I would remember. If there I'm was okay a about the exaggeration of like the temperature. Fine. Yeah, no, no, it's fifty, whatever. Then, yeah, the overs is provable. That's where the exaggeration. Like, you can exaggerate that. Specific that number. Can be proven wrong. Forty-six, mm. didn't he? Did he? Oh, I have to look it up. Yeah. There's that great. But it's not like forty odd or blah blah blah. He said like a oh, specific thing. Yeah. Right, okay. Anyway, he's full of shit. We know it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, um. Yeah. So that is um. Basically gives us an idea of what they're looking at for the Ashes. So you think um, that uh, Renshaw, Renshaw and not gonna Bancroft play. are probably going to be are going to be lucky to get in the squads. Doesn't mean they can't. Yeah, but they've no, given contracts. Right. Like you think, it. you think they're on the outer. It was interesting, but um, there was comments during the last week or so from George Bailey, effectively saying that David Warner might not be given the option to retire because the selectors still have the power whether he gets picked or not, essentially. So, um, Ooh, David, of... David might not get the fucking send off. He thinks he's going to uh, bit of heavier language from the selectors now. There wasn't, there was also always backing Davies, the gun, he's, you know, still got it, blah, blah, blah. That wasn't that long ago they were saying that. So, mm. like, like, we, like we said, like he made the double ton in Melbourne out of just sheer. People will say fortitude and all that. Really, see, it's just was sheer selfishness and wanting to do it for himself. It was powered by <laughs> selfishness and greed. But um, but apart from that, what's he fucking done? Sweet fa, like yeah. he made that ton in the three game ODI series against England. He was quite good. Yeah, mm. that other, that shouldn't get you picked. I know, like he originally got picked for Test cricket from playing limited overs cricket. It was not the way it's meant to work. But, so. <laughs> He's not Finchy. You can't just fucking pick him out of fucking one day cricket. Um, all right. Speaking of fucking dickheads, he liked to play short form cricket and smash the ball everywhere. We're going to talk a bit about Brendan McCullum. He's got himself into mm. a little bit of strife lately. Um, so the uh, England and Wales Cricket Board has launched discussions with the represent representatives of Test coach Brendan McCullum regarding the former Black Caps captain's partnership with bookmaker Twenty Two Bet India. So the 41-year-old has appeared in a series of advertisements as a brand ambassador for the Cyprus-based bookmaker. That sounds fucking dodgy. <laughs> Recently caused a stir in New Zealand. Last week, New Zealand's Problem Gambling Foundation found an official complaint filed, sorry, an official complaint to the ECB and the country's Department of Internal Affairs about the adverts which appeared frequently on streaming platform YouTube. In the videos, McCullum encouraged betting on the Indian Premier League, telling punters signed merchandise was up for grab via Bet Twenty, uh, sorry, Twenty Two Bet's website. The former Black Caps wicketkeeper also promoted Twenty Two Bet to his five five hundred thirty eight thousand Twitter followers in January, but the post has since been deleted. The IPL is coming, and I think it's I think all great cricket fans are excited for the big event. Big event. Fuck off, you liar. My friends at 22Bet are ready to make your IPL experience even more fascinating. They fucking possibly couldn't. 22Bet, <laughs> India guarantees the best odds. Bet to play, bet to win. Uh, I bet to lose. Yeah. I think what, what's <laughs> lacking there in that is the old phrase, catchphrase at the end, where you should have said, the more you bet, the more you win. Mm. Mm. That's it. Mm. 
Chase no, the dragon. always bet responsibly Chase at the end the of that. Dragon. <laughs> no, uh, chances are you're going to lose, or whatever those new ads say. Yeah. Yeah. What would you spend the money on? Uh, that's a new one I'm seeing. Uh, uh, it's a concerning uh, trend betting online uh, and gambling. I wonder if rather than having those ads within that two seconds black screen with the white writing at the end, they could just not have the ads. Because I don't have a problem with gambling. It's legal. But couldn't they just like smoking advertising, just say no gambling advertising? Okay, that's communism, Ross, and you oh, know it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, but, but Fuck the, off the gambling agencies need to raise revenue so they can pay for all our sports, Ross. <laughs> well, that, that's what they said when Benson and Hedges stopped sponsoring cricket. They said this many end of cricket. Yeah, that's but right. They, they just found, found other found vices. Beers and gambling, so it was all right. And gambling. Yeah, you start yeah. taking them away, we left nothing left. We can't have power companies. Yep. Paddy Cummins has killed yeah. that. Like eventually, we're not going to be able to have anything, Ross. We had um, phone companies yep. and. Um, Detol, the Detol series, oh, yeah, yeah. times that the, was good. The three mobile test series, yeah, yeah. Vodafone test series. Yeah. We can't use Pepsi because that's taken by the Pakistani cricket team. So yes, forever. Yeah, and they've yeah, got a lot every on competition now. they play, and you can't have Yellow Biscuits because that's the T Twenty I Trophy between yeah. Australia and Pakistan. So. I've got it. Oh, I've got it. La Ice. There we go. Oh, LA Ice Australian oh. cricket team. Australian <laughs> Cola. Cola. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say the mid off fucking cricket podcast, Australian cricket team. So <laughs> I've got four bucks to put in. Well, we have sold gonna... many, many stubby holders on the triple heaps, so we're flush. Might have to sell a few more if we're going to sponsor the test series. <laughs> Just quietly. How much Might could it be? 1,000 bucks? 2,000 maybe? Nah. I tell you what, the most effective. From a personal point of view, the most effective sponsorship they ever had was the three mobile sponsorship. Because I had mm. a three mobile phone because you could watch the test matches for free on your phone. And that's uh, what I'd do at right. work on my lunch break during summer. would watch the test matches on my phone. So that yeah. worked on me a thousand. That would have been some high quality. <laughs> oh, on, the on the flip razor with about four pixels watching. Oh, I definition <laughs> right there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Blue pones. How garbage would that have looked? He would have been like, this is so fucking oh. good. It's <laughs> like when we used to fucking play Mario Brothers and go, hey, what are these graphics? We never yeah, I was going to say, it'd, <laughs> it'd like be like watching, um, up be like watching Dean Jones International Cricket on the Nintendo. Yeah. The original Super Mario Nintendo. Brothers 3, they, they added eight more pixels. <laughs> eight bits, mate. There's eight bit to 16 bit. Um, wow. Thank you, Dave. Mm. On Saturday, the ECB released a statement clarifying that McCullum was not under investigation for the possible breach of the anti-corruption rules. <sighs> there was the technicality of something about uh, mm. promoting people to bet on cricket was one of the rules, or mm. it was. But then the ad was sort of this ambiguous. They didn't. He didn't actually say bet. On anything, he was like, "My yeah. friends are giving you this opportunity." It's not like yeah. you you need to bet on the IPL. So I think that's why he sort of the loophole is that. But mm. I don't know. Is it like it's I interesting? Mean, the ECB's anti-corruption code states participants in inverted commas are prohibited from quote directly or indirectly enticing, persuading, encouraging, or facilitating any other party to enter into a bet in relation to the result, progress, conduct, or any other aspect of any match or competition. End quote. Because well, he's an England coach and CIPL, but then when it says any, well, that's technically yeah. he's done the wrong thing, really. Yeah, and it says offences carry a minimum one-year period of, quote, ineligibility. Yeah, 
The Russell, real question I want to know is, are they um, investigating him for being a um, lower-grade rugby knobhead and playing rugby mm. and missing the start of the county cricket championship? Because that yeah. seems to be... Uh, if you're the bloke who's meant to be helping pick the team and you're not watching the games, it doesn't seem to be um, that very much helpful. So you can play fucking D3 rugby or whatever you <laughs> Yes, Alex. It worked for Mark War for so many years. Why can't it work for Brendan Cullen? I don't know too much about this guy. I don't know. Kuna, who? No, no, Kuna who? It worked for Murph Hughes when he didn't have Foxtel. <laughs> <laughs> he was a selector. Yeah, I think. Watch uh, half the games on Channel 7. Uh, sorry, I was having a shit on this. for Murph to go to the fucking pub. Oh, pub's got Foxtel, dear. I've got to go brush up on the selecting. Yeah. Grab a Mad Max breakfast burrito, which is so good at the Sydney airport. <laughs> Still posting photos about it. It's better and better was the caption. It's a photo of Mad Max at the Sydney airport. Yeah, good is it? It's so good it's only in the Sydney airport. Anyway. It's better and better. How? <laughs> well, they had different they put jalapenos in now. <laughs> or as I like to call them, jalapenos. Oh, they changed from Jasmine Rice to best party. <laughs> <laughs> Extra hint of coriander. Oh. <laughs> Tidy it up, Murph, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Very funny. I love it. Be passionate, Murph. It gives me a laugh on Twitter. The world can be a cruel place, and then you get the unbridled optimism of Murph Hughes eating a mad neck breakfast burrito. <laughs> All righty. So um, we'll move on from whatever this is. Yep. Whatever that was. The, I, I suppose... like that time, but because Brendan McCullum is a lot like a breakfast burrito. In, I will... in theory, but it's just fucking, in the end, it's just comes out the other end, no good for you. So... <laughs> it always gives me the shit. <laughs> if only you could remember those blokes who's having a smoke. Yeah. Oh, no. The world oh, yeah, he's had a smoke like he played rugby with on the weekend. He's just running around going, yeah. I can't cob up to me. <laughs> champ, 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 with a fag hanging out of his gob playing D grade rugby. I love uh, it. All righty. So what um, if the other world yeah. coaches were playing sports? What do you think they would play? Um, what do we got? Ronnie McDonald would play. Yes. Lawn bowls. Yeah. yeah. I could see him lawn bowling. Yeah, I could see him doing some lawn bowling. Yeah. I was thinking more fencing. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got a long reach, I suppose. Yeah. Who yeah. else? Um, Mickey Arthur, maybe uh, packing down a scrum. Yeah. Rugby. yeah. Mickey yeah. Arthur's got lawn bowls written all over him, doesn't he? What thought? about, He'd um, be what about a, Harvard? Um, what do we it... think the wall's doing? Playing a bit of squash because he's the wall? Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, e-sports he'd be into. Phil Simmons? What would Phil Simmons be doing? Yeah, whatever. Took the fuck out of someone in reserve grade AFL, you know, Australian rules <laughs> football somewhere. Carl Hooper style. <laughs> yeah, Living in Adelaide. Had enough. Dream. You're going. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's a good uh, exploration. Uh, uh, Sean Tate, what would he be doing? He'd be throwing rocks. That's what he'd be doing. Yeah. yeah. Discus that's a throwback for everyone. He'd be, down the, he'd be down the lake skimming rocks because he loves chucking rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who remembers the show, Sean Tate diaries? If you don't, go find uh, it. It's fucking funny. 
That's the only thing on, on this podcast we've done that's memorable. <laughs> I love chucking rocks. Um, <laughs> all righty. So I'm, I'm trying to move on. I'm going to finally move on. But here's the sizzle I was talking about for hey. the podcast. So the reason I think Cricket Australia's had to sign up Lance Morris to not let him out in the wilderness is because mm. the mighty country of Saudi Arabia is looking to, is looking to launch a T20 comp. And with the type of money they're throwing around, they could put fucking everyone to shame, the money they're putting into to sports Jeez. at the moment to try and rehab their image on the international stage. Yeah, sports watching. So, um, yes, yeah, so and another threat to international to the international cricket landscape, Saudi Arabia is reportedly looking to establish a high-paying T20 tournament backed by Indian Premier League owners and the BCCI. So it would essentially be like another IPL. According to The Age, Saudi Arabian government representatives have held informal discussions with the IPL owners Ooh. over the past 12 months about the possibility of setting up a T20 event in the Asian nation. The combined financial backing of Saudi business and IP conglomerates, which have already purchased multiple franchises worldwide, could make it one of the world's richest T20 comps. So, um, yeah, so this is a massive thing that um, Saudi Arabia has been doing lately. Obviously, you've got Live Golf, which hasn't gone over very well with everyone. Another thing which I know most people won't really be around, but I'm an unabashed and unapologetic uh, professional wrestling fan. They pay the WWE close to $30 or $40 million a year Whoa. to stage three or four events in Saudi Arabia. And, they, like, so, and they'll just go to the WWE and go, we want these guys. So... Some of the shows have had some of the most horrendous wrestling on it because they'll go, we Goldberg, who's now like 50 and retired. And the WWE rocks up and goes, here's $3 million for one match. And he goes, yeah, okay. And goes yes. over and does it because the Saudis are paying them so much. And if you watch them, they're like three-hour pay-per-views. Like if you were watch a WrestleMania or something, they're in these big, massive outdoor stadiums in Jeddah. Like they're, they're packed full of people, mainly in, in a move that will, in something that will shock not many people, mainly filled with males. There's not many females in there. Um, but the whole thing, Bullshit. all through the show, there's ads promoting Jeddah as this, like, moving forward, like, first world national, like, like they're like they're a progressive nation. And apparently they've got a new prince who's trying to do a lot of this stuff to turn around that old, you know, chopping off journalists' heads and all that stop type mm. blood money mentality. But the reality is that's where the money's coming from still. So mm. this is, looks like it's just another arm of them trying to do that. Yes, sir. Uh, did they get the Iron Sheik involved at all? No, he's, he actually is too old to get in the ring. Oh, so, no more camel clutches. No. <laughs> so there's a funny story about that, which is about 15 years old. But he was on a WrestleMania and they had a gimmick battle royal. So they had him and all these other old timers in the battle royal. And the Sheik won. And the reason the Sheik won was because he was so old and fragile, no one could throw him over the top rope because he would have actually got fucking injured. So, and that's 15 years ago, and now he's practically on death's door, so I don't think he's going to Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay. Couldn't do a thing where he's just so, on a throne or, you know, you know when so the rest of sometimes become a ref, yeah. you can do that. So we're saying he's not opening the batting for any of these franchises coming No, up? he won't be. No. <laughs> okay. If Sergeant Slaughter turns on, a, turns on America again like he did in the early 90s, maybe he will, but yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Jeez, what a plot um, twist. So IPL just obviously make more money then? That's it. Yeah, it's a yes. perspective of the IPL's teaming up with the Saudi government to pour a heap of money into this. And it'll be, it'll be like I said, it'll be the same as the wrestling, because it'll be a massive advertisement to try and show that um, Saudi Arabia is not the country you think it is, when deep down it really still is. 
Um, so backing by, oh, does that mean they're putting money in, or that the, the I think it's more just the it. political weight of getting it through the uh, SEC. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Because yeah. one thing the Saudis don't need is money. They see yeah. live yeah. golf. There's blokes there who are barely on the pro tour, coming last and getting paid like two hundred thousand dollars for tournaments and that. Fuck live yeah. golf money's insane. I understand why people are upset. People went and did it. I know this isn't cricket anyway, but who cares? Um, but tell you what, if you promise me, as long as I fucking play, I'm going to walk out with $200,000 minimum, fucking sign me up. I will play as yeah. many tournaments as you fucking want. I'll slice and dice my way zigzagging across that fairway. You play 30 holes in a day, thoughts and prayers, Mick. That's it. The, uh, you'll be the only person on the tour with a golf cart too, which I'll enjoy. <laughs> and wearing shorts. I think because yeah, oh no, live golf in my bladder wear shorts. PJ, you're not allowed to. Shorts that just like comfy sneakers, not yeah. golf shoes. Yeah, I love it. Uh, all righty. Uh, so what? Anyone have any thoughts on that? Not really. So. Uh, my takeaway for you players from you know local or different nations, but. Yeah. Will it be in fresh air or will it be competing against other T20 leagues? Because obviously it won't go up against IPL. But... No. The only thing that where it could get interesting is if it winds up like Live Golf where the money's like double what you could be getting in Pakistan yeah. or somewhere like that and then it will actually break the backs of some of those other if it's um, If it's backed by the IPL, you know they're going to run it right at the same time as the Pakistan League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like 100% going to. <laughs> And no Pakistanis would be able to play it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. What will be interesting is you'll see how much they're really working together is if Indian players are allowed to play in it. Yeah. It's true. Mm. Well, it's a concerning trend, money taken over. Yeah. Well, uh, wish them all the best, though, you know. <laughs> I hope those billionaires get up and get a bit of a leg up in this world. <laughs> stuff, stuff out there. Good news for the little guy. The big question <laughs> is, who do we think is going to be the Saudi Arabian Greg Norman who's going to be driving it home for everyone? David Warner. David Warner. Oh, I like it. I like it. I think, <laughs> I think that's probably his fucking, that's about fucking right too. I oh, Michael Clark will be involved in some capacity. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anders Warner will be there too, talking about something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ados will be commentating. Hundred percent. Langer will be there because Ados yep. is. They'll yep. be holding hands. It'll be Chris Lynn. Chris Lynn will uh, just be yeah. the man yeah. driving it. Actually, Ados and Langer won't be allowed to hold hands. They'll probably chop off their heads if they do shit. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> they might. They might stay home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll move on from that. I think. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit of county cricket. So we've had um. Couple of weeks of county cricket. Basically, it started nearly straight after the last podcast. There's been some interesting um, things going on with a few of the Aussie boys, so we're going to run through it a bit. Uh, if you want to speak, cut me off because it's written in paragraphs, so I'm going to read it like it's actual match reports instead of just numbers. No, I have at it, mate. To make it a little bit more interesting. So if you want to uh, pop your hand up and cut me off, and we'll, we can stop, we can stop in bits and pieces. No worries. So, that goes for the listener as well, too, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So Grant, just ch- just chime in if you want. Um. So round one. Uh. So we'll start off. So Mac- Marcus Harris. Um. We're starting to put a bit more pressure on Dave Warner ahead of the Ashes as he peeled off a century for Gloucester 
in his first game in the county championship. He made 148 from 192 balls to Gloucester in their draw against Glamorgan. Um, it was his seventh county championship century in the past 24 months. So um, first innings, he top scored for Gloucester with, with 59 as they got rolled for 165. He, in the second innings, he would make a ton. So since the Ashes, which was 2019, where he only averaged 9.66 for his six innings there, Jeez. since then, he has made 1,588 runs at 51.22 in England. So that's just in county cricket against the Duke right. Wall. Parachute him in. So uh, I think that's why he's ahead. Everyone who's banging on about Bancroft's making runs in the shield and Renshaw's that, I think that's why Harris is being looked at so hard at the moment because when it comes down to the actual conditions, he's the one that's actually doing the job. Um, so then also elsewhere in that round, we had um, Peter Hanscom made his debut for Leicester where he scored 112 and 68 in a three-wicket three victory over Yorkshire at Headingley. Um, so the Victorians' fourth innings half century helped Leicester, who were winless last season, chase down 392 in 86 overs to win the game. So pretty good going by those guys. Um, he's also a wicketkeeper at Leicester, and he took a massive catch down the leg side and took and a stumping as well. So he had a day out. Um, West Australian dirty, rotten, cheating cunt Cam Bancroft um, – <laughs> Made 44 and a duck in Somerset Straw with Warwick Ashear. Uh, his teammate, Pierre Siddle, took two for 47 in the rain-affected contest. Is he wearing a beanie, Mick? Um, I can't confirm or deny. So it's, a, it's a bit like Schrodinger's beanie. <laughs> He's wearing it and he isn't wearing it. You don't know till you open up the photo from the county championship. <laughs> yeah. Open up the photo. <laughs> like it. Uh, former Victorian and New South Wales seamer, Chris Tremaine, who wasn't on my oh. list of blokes playing in county cricket. He must have an English passport or something, so he didn't come up. So he's playing for North Hampshire. Um, he took seven wickets on debut, but they lost to Kent, unfortunately. But he did take a fifer in the first innings. And it was his North Hampshire teammate, Sam Whiteman. He was, unfortunately, a little bit less successful, only scoring one and 12 in his two bats for them. So that's not good. Uh, Sean Abbott and Nathan Andrew also claimed five wicket hauls for their sides. Uh, Abbott took five for 50 for Surrey, and Andrew would take five for 85 for Sussex. So, um, and then it was also uh, Matty Kuhneman would get um, some wickets as well. He stared, he stared six wickets for Durham in their thrilling loss to Sussex in Hove. So the, uh, so the Aussies doing all right in the first round of the championship so far. Um, there's been another round since then. I'll touch on that in a second. But before we move on, has anyone seen the video of Chris Tremaine taking that amazing court and fucking bowl? No. No. Oh, no. If you are, it, it was today or yesterday, it came up on socials. Do yourself a favor. It's on the Fox Cricket Facebook page. Fantastic. Big fella gets down to his left, basically plucks it off the grass, which is good going because that's a big fucking human being to get down and you follow through to get a court and bowl. He's so, a big uh, unit. Yeah, it's a fair effort from the big fella. So, well done to him. Um, but, yeah, so few of the Aussies doing well over there. Obviously, there's a few names that weren't included there, which means they're either not playing you or aren't doing anything. So, that's uh, that's the way that goes. <laughs> but, um, like I said, Harris's numbers, is, it's going to get interesting to see what happens in the Ashes. Like, it's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, so, we've got it. There has been a second round since then. So, we'll go through a little bit of information <laughs> as well. 
I've got a full rundown of a pretty interesting story, a pretty interesting game that Matthew Kuhneman was a part of for Durham. So we'll go through that now. So I pretty much I copied nice. most of the article, but we'll go through it because it's actually a pretty good <laughs> game. So uh, so Kuhneman um, has helped uh, bowl Durham to a dramatic final day victory in the county championship, taking a five-wicket haul against Worcester at Chesterley Street Riverside Ground. The Queenslander came five, claimed five for 53 from 23.4 overs on day four of the high-scoring contest, helping roll the visitors for 192 in the fourth innings, securing a 121-run victory Ooh. and Durham's first win for the season. So I started off with Durham, Cap- Durham captain Scott Borthwick and yes. David Bettingham combining to make 196 runs for the third wicket on the Sunday morning. Yes, Alex. The reason I brought up Scott Borthwick at the start of the um, podcast was because of this game. And I looked up his stats. He scored 10,000 first-class runs. What? Uh, yep. 300 or 200-something games. It's 35, his average is. And his bowling average is like 40. Perfect like, county cricketer. Well, how, like, how do you get picked as a spinner for England? <laughs> New Zealand Hall of Famer. Monty uh, yeah. Panesar must have been injured, I suppose. Well, they probably preferred him for his batting because Panesar couldn't. Uh, that's it. Stick, get him mate. in at 10. He can hold an end up. Yes. Yep, that's what you want. That's what you need <laughs> from your spinner. Averaging 15 at number 10. That's why you pick mm, someone. Yeah, that's Don't want him to be averaging 8 at 10. That's ridiculous. No, no that's no good. Can we consider it irrelevant. Yeah, runs. It's about runs. Yeah, he does average twenty in his one test, though, so that's not too bad. Never got another gig. Mm. So uh, mm. Borthwick would declare twenty minutes before lunch on the final day to set Worcester a three hundred and fourteen run target for victory. Enter our man who chucks it like anyone else, Maddie Kuhneman. <laughs> so needing ten wickets from seventy overs. Durham snared two early breakthroughs before Kuhneman started chipping away at Worcester's middle order. The left-arm thrower, I mean tweaker, knocked over Joe Leach and wicketkeeper Gareth Roderick with a pair of gems, apparently, that beat the outside edge and crashed into off stump. Durham senior Matthew Durham Seamer, Matthew Potts, finished with three for 67 from his 18 overs. Potts and Pans. The captain, Brett D'Olivier. And Ooh. Ben Gibbon in consecutive diff- deliveries to put the host on a one wicket away from victory. So excited I can't even fucking read. This is written so well. <laughs> it's very exciting, Nick. Yeah. In a late twist, Thailanders Adam Finch and Dylan Pennington. Some fucking amazing names in this game, if nothing else. Pennington. So they would survive for 13.4 overs to send a scare through the Durham camp. Poonerman delivered the the decisive blow with less than six overs remaining in the match. With seven fielders crowded around the bat, a faster, flatter delivery crept through Pennington's defences and Kuhneman roared with delight as Australians, <laughs> as the Australians' ecstatic teammates mobbed him after the victory. That's <laughs> uh, um, good stuff. I just, uh, I like how it was a faster, straighter one or whatever. It's like, isn't that every delivery? Yeah, that, that's what he bowls. <laughs> <laughs> faster, straighter ones. Mm. He's got his change-up, which is the slowest straighter one every now and then. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, he's um he's taken a few wickets now, old uh, Matty. I reckon, what's that, about 10, 10, 12 wickets in two games he's got so far. So, mm. he's going all right. So, elsewhere around the county championship for that round, New South Wales all-rounder, apparently, Sean Abbott, made mm-hmm. 52 from 40 balls not out. 
as Surrey uh, beat Hampshire at the Oval. Which um, one? Which Oval, Mick? Um, which Oval, Mick? Uh, the Oval. Oh, okay. yeah. The Oval. The Oval. Yeah. Which one, though? Like many, there's multiple ovals. I <laughs> can't believe we've waited this long in this podcast to make a joke about that. Who's on proud of myself? Um, so Abbott, who also claimed two wickets during the match, was Surrey teammate and former Australian quick Daniel Worrell would take five for forty oh. from his seventeen oh. overs. DJ one. Dick in the pitch, Dan Worrell. <laughs> Meanwhile, impressive form in the county will continue with the New South Wales paceman taking six scalps during North Hampshire's seven-wicket victory over Middlesex. The right arm of Seaman claimed three for 34 in the first innings, headlined by that catch I was telling everyone about to remove Tom Helm before taking three for 41 on day three and to also pass 300 wickets at first-class level. Uh. But I Chris. Uh, West Australian skipper Sam Whiteman scored 60 not out in the fourth innings. He's made in 50 at county championship level, giving, guiding North Hampshire towards 119-run target and their victory, first victory of the season. Uh, the 34-year-old, uh, 31-year-old, sorry, he scored 13 in the first innings, reached his half-century in 75 deliveries. He hit seven boundaries and a six. So seven fours and a six for those playing at home. Uh, Victorian veteran, because he's Victorian again, Big Peter Settle was at his, what is, was at his vintage best at Trent Bridge, claiming five wickets against Somerset one during Somerset's 165 loss to Nottinghamshire. He fucking takes a lot of wickets, but they lose, so you're not really doing much, fucking much help there, Pierre. Uh, Somerset teammate, the dirty, rotten, cheating fucking Cam Bancroft, um, coming off a prolific Shield campaign for Western Australia, scored 27 and 16 to show that he should not be in the Ashes side. <laughs> Um, with England veteran Stuart Broad knocking over the right-hander in the second innings with an absolute peach. That Read that sentence there as often as you can, Stuart, uh, George Bailey. When you think, should we pick Cam Brancroft? Read, <laughs> yeah. knocked over by Stuart Broad. Yeah. No, you fucking shouldn't. That will be written a few times, I think, when um, Dav Warner is opening too. So. Oh, yes. So yeah. apparently, so even uh, have to be a peach, can't redeem himself because he took a catch. Wow, he didn't make <laughs> a fucking catch. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that's, um, uh, the other thing doing the rounds, I forgot to fucking put my report, but there was the match I can't remember who it was from where the umps called it off for tea. Who's the keeper bowled the first over back? I think, uh, surely a one meter no ball. One meter step, overstep. Oh, I think they hit a boundary off the fourth ball of the over or something, and everyone walked up and got on the piss early. So that was uh, good on them. Do you reckon good there would result. have been a few beers in the change rooms at tea? Oh, there would have been like some. The blokes were already out. Surely you have beers. Yeah. Like if you know you can't feel it again, and you know you're out, surely you're having a beer. Oh. Yeah, or just stuff your face full of whatever they're serving up for oh, lunchtime. Go hard, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. At least seven or eight cucumber sure. sandwiches. Mm. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so that's what's been going in County Cricket. So, the Aussies are doing all right. Um, a bit of other news coming out of England in the last few days was um, Ben Stokes reportedly has told <sighs> the groundskeepers that are doing the upcoming Ashes pitches that they want hard and fast so that they can make runs quickly. So, that's going to be interesting to see if that actually comes to fruition. Join the ground staff then, cunt. Yeah. If you want to decide what pitches you want, join the ground staff, you fuckhead. That's true. He just wanted it hard and fast because it was like the punches he was doing, belting up that bloke yeah. in 
the nightclub back in the day. Oh, so back in the, the embargo. Fast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was about to say Mar-a-Lago. I, I couldn't remember the bloody name of it. Embargo. Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> you, want, you want Ben Stokes to go down and kick fucking Donald Trump in there? Yeah. Why not? Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> South um, Florida. I think everyone could get behind that kicking in the head, but anyway. Uh, I was thinking Malaga, which is like a tourist spot in Spain. Malacuda, fucking yeah. go kick in the head over there. <laughs> Malacuda. <laughs> nightclub. Probably called first floor, I reckon. Oh. If there's a nightclub at Malacuda, fuck no, it. It's, it's called, it's called wet. wet. It's going to be called, it's called like the spot. <laughs> Sweat. Yeah. It'd be called the. The commercial hotel. I'd say the grand, yeah, fucking that's what it'll be. Yeah. 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 The Albion we've learned. Isn't the Albion everywhere? That's what it is. Terminus nightclub. Thursday night sweat. (laughs) (laughs) Thursday night sweat. Classic 90s R&B at the the Malacuda Albion. (laughs) Not is it early two thousands R and B and hip hop? Yeah, right, I've, got look, I've got to look at pubs in Bellacuna now. <laughs> Can you look uh, always that? Thing? Like my personally, my least favorite shit. And he's like, oh, let's go out and listen to this shit all fucking night. <laughs> Boys to men and fucking bone thugs and harmony. Fucking every second song. <laughs> That's really as good as when we when we're, when we're fucking lived on campus. I think it was like me and Lips and a couple of other blokes decided to go out on a Sunday night because we had no class on the Monday. Yeah. We went to the CAS and we went to Heat. And it was like... Um, oh, yuck. Like, I, don't want to, I don't want to sound racist, but this is what it was. It was like Vietnamese or like like some Asian culture night. No, oh, okay, right. Like, oh, yeah. And, shit. and we walked in, everyone yeah. looked at us, and we all had like one beer each and turned around and walked fucking straight <laughs> back out and went down to like fucking the Shane Warm Bar or something and just had beers down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Watched um, overseas harness racing or something yeah. on the big screen. Fucking hell. Yeah, boring. Well, the only times I've been <laughs> yeah, boring cast, this. like, yeah, that's why, people, that's why people should not fucking come to this point. So. Yeah. Um, Malakuta Hotel Motel or Malakuta Bistro Hotel. Fucking yeah. get it together. Get a pub, you bums. Fuck right. The union. The Where's grand. the railway? We've just given you a thousand ideas. Get together as a community. Yeah. Fucking get a Tied pub. Tied it up. <laughs> Even Nye West has a pub, you fucking spuds. What's that called, Nick? <laughs> grand. Yes. Grand the Hotel. Grand Hotel. Absolutely. It's fucking massive, too. For, yep. for a town so small, the pub is fucking massive. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's a lot of pickers. The length of a block. It's fucking humongous. Jesus. Double story, Mick? It is. The yes. upstairs are just old abandoned rooms, but it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> like every single grand yeah, hotel. Like every Two pub stories. Second level's never used for yeah. anything. Um, alrighty. Pick so that's all I've got for, for my prepared statement. So, Gin, you've got a segment you'd like to fucking. Take us through. All right. Uh, we're into the second half of the podcast, so let's add another hour to it. Um, <laughs> let me just get set. Ugh. So I was thinking that, you know, we're coming to the end of the podcast. You know, we're going to go out on a high at a live podcast uh, recorded at the Athenaeum Theatre. I think that's in Sydney. So we're all flying up for that. Got a lot of <laughs> listeners from Sydney. Um, so I thought we'd need to do, like, you know, a bit of awards night for the podcast. So, um 
you know, I've got a few things. And listeners, please, you know, we'll get a bit of uh, engagement on social media. Ross, you'll be able to do a few posts after the Oh, podcast. yeah, that's it. Um, I've got a couple of hashtags trending at the moment. It's <laughs> hashtag um, mid-off pod. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that's a good yeah. one. That's yeah, good. That's the first one. And that would just, generate heaps of engagement. That it one. has. Um, it's, it's People trendy. often search for mid-off pod, just all yeah. one word. So all one word, yeah. hashtag, hash at the front. The people man. typing that in will find our podcast and we'll get more listeners. It's so, about yeah. inspiring well, it's, as, the, as the hashtags I put on it when I post on SoundCloud. Hashtag cricket, hashtag podcast are the two. <laughs> 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 Hashtag um, Alex, hashtag Michael, hashtag Ross, hashtag David. Yeah, and the other t- tag I've created that do, that should generate a lot. It's doing numbers, I've heard. Yeah, it's EP200. So it's, it's just EP200. Well, that mm-hmm. might actually get a listener. Someone might search yeah. that looking for another podcast, yeah. possibly yeah, cricket-related, yeah. find ours. So if our listeners have any other good suggestions about hashtags we should use, I'm all open to hearing about them. I probably won't use them, but I'm willing to listen to what they are. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you all the best in willing to listen. (laughs) (laughs) It takes a lot of effort to push, you know, shift three and then mid-off pod and then then go again, shift three and EP three zero zero. I won't listen to it or care about it, but you're Uh, willing to express it, that's fine. You could do, Ross, instead of typing shift three again, you can Uh, do control C after highlighting the hashtag and then control V after moving the cursor to one space in front of the end of the previous hashtag. So if I went shift three and then went shift arrow back, and then control C, that would copy it, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I could type mid off pod. Then I could do uh, the next line, control V, and then yeah. it's Remove not saving off pod. It's and not then saving. type out F200. Yeah, it's, that's, there's Fuck, more keystrokes. I wonder why this pod's coming to an end. Fucking hell. Yeah, I wonder why it's more keystrokes. I'm talking about yeah. winding this up. Yeah. Fucking hell. So the listeners love this shit. That's why they've been around for that's so it. long. Okay. So they the love this rates. shit. They got fucking yeah. mental problems. Forget the cricket. All long drives and stuff. all the other podcasts are done for the week. They got our slip. They're on a header. What's wrong, Tommy? You for that? But those are no, on a sprayer, on a boot yeah, sprayer, yeah. yeah, or a cedar. Cedar, yeah, it could be yeah. planting, I suppose. I don't know. I feel like it's long time of the year for that too. But no, I no, I can. Is from it? an actual farmer spraying oh. and seeding, and it's right. been fucking Good. windy. Would yeah, you have thought? No so you can't spray. That's it. You can't. It's illegal. In fact, I knew that. If it's windy, because you're And that's all the time we have here else's. on the ABC Agricultural Podcast. Tune in next Country week hour. for where we talk about fucking broad beans and other sorts it's, of shit. It's, it's lunch at the cricket, so we're on country mm-hmm. hour. <laughs> no, it's, it's the most interesting part of the cricket, so we switch now to the country hour. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Catch you off mid-sentence. <laughs> they hear that and in comes Courtney Walsh and we're off to the country <laughs> just so I can find out how much cattle we're selling for at the stockyards yeah. so, yeah, how many fun. how many percentage points Lucerne's gone down in the global market yeah that's it oh, oh, do you like, how much is like sweet segment. crude come on, come hey on. we got the reaction <laughs> bull's pissed off All right, fucking hell so we're doing um, a in-podcast presentation night. But first, we need people to put in the votes for the presentation night. That'll happen mm. right now, beginning. Beep, 
Okay. First award for the night, best rant. So we need the votes here. Oh, I'm going to go with Mick is my vote, who's done the best rant in the previous 194 episodes, or including and half, including this 195th episode. Anyway, Ross, what do you got, mate? Oh, you know, Mick's been good, particularly about Dave Warner of late. That probably sticks in the mind. This is all of the podcasts, mate. You can't yeah. just go the last five. You have well, to go that's, back. That's what I was thinking, and it's it's difficult to cast someone. Like I thought maybe you would have a list of nominees. You go, remember in episode 12 where, where <laughs> that David said this? Doing work I remember in episode friend. 78 where, where I said this, and we could have all had a good chuckle and reminisced yeah. and then cast oh, no, over. Preparation is not really a thing, Roscoe. No. Instead, we're just sort of, you know, bumming along doing this piss-poor version of it. But keep going. Yeah. <laughs> we can postpone the presentation. That might be the winner for mine. We should do the Thursday night. <laughs> you can't on this the right there. Fuck it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's rad. Ross the is then talking about, about the rant. <laughs> Uh, well, just a collection of statements, that one, rather than the rant. Oh, it's good, though. A rant. Let's go into it. Yeah, Webster's okay. Dictionary defines <laughs> a rant as a collection of uh, statements said in an angry voice. Yeah, does it have to have swearing, or is that it doesn't have to have swearing? Preferred. No. Preferred, yeah. Non-essential, but preferred. Yeah, cherry on top. Yeah. Yeah. Like in cricket podcasting, does it have to have swearing? No. Swearing the exclamation point of ranting, I think. Yeah, mm. finish it with a fuck like that, then it's a rant. <laughs> Uh, well, this is. Have we got to vote for best segment? Because this is winning so far. It's <laughs> coming up. Dave's got on mute. I assumed to piss himself laughing. So yeah. he's just too piss. excited. So he's got on mute. He's side split. <laughs> literally. He literally died. In the kitchen, stitching him up. So can't now, I've got a few examples of this. Not sure of the, po- the episode number, but best lyrical content produced by the podcaster. So oh. I've got myself with Hayshane Warren. Yep, and we've got Ross with Mid-Year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't and, I have a, a song about Leicester last episode too? That was pretty good. can't remember. I don't know. Something about the Leicester Foxes and the Music Men. Oh, there was something. <laughs> it's the other right. Leicester Foxes. And we stick together. I re-listened to it because I listened to the podcast afterwards. Oh, my God, Mick, you all right, mate? And your um, <laughs> your last speech pattern in it just didn't fucking match oh, up. I was just... Was, you put too many fucking words in. No, I was quoting Badger Nixon. I know you were, but it doesn't mean it was working. Oh, okay. Well, I wanted to be true to his I can quote Jay-Z. doesn't mean I should say the N-word, mate. Like, you've got to get it right. That's a good analogy. I've got another award. you got Jay-Z. We'll go big with whatever that was. Jay-Z. And you go Paul Badger Nixon. Okay. Just picturing how this would play. If they had a, if those two had a rap battle, who would win? It'd be closer than you think, I reckon. <laughs> all right, maybe we don't do the votes on this podcast. We collate all this, and we will get all the listeners to put it up. I was going to say, for the next the, podcast the, when we have the probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I think we get a lot of listener feedback. As often is the case, put Alex. Put some posts out with with yeah. what the. 
categories are, and we'll see yeah. if we can get yeah. some nominations. But Ross, could you post an image for the Homes of the Punch too? I can. Can you send me your list, and I'll make yeah. up some stuff on um Canva, and I'll make posts oh. that people could nominate under Oh, the- oh here we go. Yeah. Um, is this still the production meeting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's jokes in it, so yeah. So now we're just best... record. We're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, award number three, best meme content. Now I'm going to go with <laughs> the meme that I posted as an example. It's of that guy who's like jumping off walls and shit in a school, and I put my face on it, and it was <laughs> the floor is interesting content. That was, <laughs> that that was, good. That was yeah, pretty that funny. Pretty proud of that. Um, another example was. Um, he defend, he attack, he's next to B-Rack, so that was pretty good. That was by me as well. Very early on the podcast. How hard are you hanging onto the wall right now, Gin? <laughs> uh, I'm casting Leviato on myself, I think I'll be here in a while. <laughs> well, I, I remember back in the day putting up um, oh, like a... A, uh, what's it called where you put many photos, a collar, pick collar yeah. style <laughs> post okay. of um, Australian cricketers. Okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Australian cricketers wearing floppy yellows. I do remember that when we oh, had the floppy yeah. yellow 11. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That was good content. Yeah. Uh, David sure used to just take a photo of us recording it. That's probably, oh, is that yeah. meme? Yeah. Is that a meme or meme? Just a photo. Don't vote for Bull's photo of us doing the podcast, right? It's not, you're not allowed to. It's not part of the nominees. All right. Best podcast member. I'm going to go with myself on this one. (laughs) 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 And um, just what is the voting system? Is it the traditional one vote per person and then the person segment it is gets five votes? Is that the traditional AFL coaches award (laughs) voting system? So you've got 10 points to spread out amongst. (laughs) (laughs) Just give me a fucking power to shit out of work to do in the next two weeks. I remember we used that for one season of the domestic one day. (laughs) Never again. (laughs) of the bin. Okay. The Uh, other system, of course, with that is to give every player a score out of 10. Oh, fuck (laughs) it. No, thanks. Okay. Uh, Next one. Best podcast listener. This is a tough one. Mm. Oh, so many close to my heart. Picking of your favourite child. Yes. I picked myself. Yeah. I oh, listen true, you do listen. Mm-hmm. I listen. I'm I'm not eligible, sorry. And <laughs> <laughs> <N-A. Yeah. laughs> All right, best segment. There it is. This one obviously. <laughs> Fresh in everyone's mind. Well, I think, um, just going back, Mick's Sean Tate door, is that pretty good? Yeah, yeah got to be. That'd I mean, be up there. The quarter I, I, was, I was a big yeah. fan of uh, Inside Club Land. I thought that, I thought oh, that yeah, had to Yeah, good. that was a yeah. good one too. Uh, um, the other one um, was Made Up Match Reports. Made Up Match Reports when I always need a runner from a taxi, no matter where yeah, it's <laughs> We've got the taxi to Leeton. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, um, if I may, uh, the, the Inside Club Land one about presentation nights was good. Oh, yeah, we said we good. did it three times already. Yes, it's coming yeah. up again soon. <laughs> <laughs> you know it is. Uh, we'll do it inside Clubland about presentation nights, about yeah, the presentation nights. So it'll be somewhere on my laptop. I'll pull it back out and fucking we'll do it again. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, yep. 
Uh, Bull, I really enjoyed your cricket uh, governance segment you did two years ago. <laughs> the best, the best segment we did was when we were reading the um the report, elite honesty and elite yes, makeship report. Yes, yes. Oh, that, that was one. good. Yes, that's the best episode. That's the best episode. I think it's seventy-eight. I know you're so heavy, you know that, but I'm pretty sure it's episode seventy-eight. And yeah, we were just pissing ourselves, and it was written on that. The PDF was on green paper that was called baggy green. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just so ridiculous. Well, and there were bits redacted in it too, and they just blacked out on the PDF. <laughs> so yeah, ridiculous. Redacted to send to the yeah, that's for internal yeah. use only. Yeah. Um okay, well best episode is a uh um, another easy. award. Yeah, um easy. podcast coaches award, so that was good good one. So we can <laughs> vote on that one. That'll go to me probably because I won't win any other fucking thing. So it's like I feel sorry for me. Or if you feel sorry for me. No, nah, we don't. Listeners will, but these three probably won't. Best merchandise. I'm going to go with stubby holders here. Um, I'm going to put in a vote. I'm going to put in a vote for hats. They were good. <laughs> Check out the hats. Or just a um, picture of our podcast logo in a frame. Yeah. Red bubble. Hey, I was like, a lump of wood on red bubble with our logo on it. Just like <laughs> a plaque for your wall. Yeah. I've still got a postcard, a mid off postcard, oh, and a mid off oh, sticker. Oh, I got the. the I reckon I got COVID... you a coffee mug for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. When did. COVID hit, I'm pretty sure I spent a lot of money in order to sell face masks that never arrived. So that's yes, probably that's good. True. I've got. I actually got one off Redbubble. You got the mask? No, I got one off Redbubble because uh, I put them on Redbubble as well. Yeah, I ordered them from Redbubble. They were fucking arrived. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I, got, I got a rooster one too, like for cricket one. So um, <laughs> Ross has nominated a few uh, awards here too. Um, mm. He, you nominated best host after I already had best podcast member. Well, it just narrows the field a bit. Well, it's it's two of us. I've hosted oh, one episode. Thank you oh, very much. Sorry. Oh, Bull hosted a couple as well. Oh, Bull shit, dominated too, by the way. <laughs> no, he did. He did. So we've all hosted. So great. All right, that's good. Just more accolades for us four. Brilliant. That's what you want. It's like the yeah, fucking it's Academy a bit Awards. Self-indulgent, isn't it? Yeah. It's circle jerking. Yeah. Like, it's Best non con- big fish about this. Just blokes fucking creating awards for themselves to fucking win. Yep. It's like Vets cricket. Okay, best non-contributor. Father son partnership. <laughs> best, best non-contributor. Ah, oh, easily. That's an easy award. Oh, Fucking Ross. The music started. Oh, it's David. He's won. <laughs> <laughs> the betting's closed. We're not paying out on betting on David winning the best non-contributor. All right. Yeah. Yes. Nah. No more bets on that one. <clears throat> um, best interruptor, which is good. Me. Yeah, I'm going oh, with Ross yeah, or myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have something funny to say about a segment that happened two segments ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of a joke. I better go back to those two segments yeah, before. Yeah, I just it popped and into my it. head. I have to say it. Yes. Uh, best at Tardy. Oh me, easily. Yeah, best at no shows. Ooh, All right, we've got this one. David, I'm going oh, to add another one to this. Best at wanting to no show, but forced to do the podcast anyway. <laughs> David, that's yeah, that's as well. that's I've, got, I've got good no show examples, like when I was asleep on a floor of someone's house in New York City somewhere and forgot to get up at three a.m. to do the potty with yeah, you. How cunts. fucking dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, David. Mm. Um, that's oh. all the ideas we have. 
I've uh, got one. Yeah. Best international recording. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Us three hung as shit in Thailand, tried to call Ross back home in Australia. That was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Oh, um, best video content online. I'm going to go with uh, some, also some Thailand stuff there. But uh, Have we deleted that? <laughs> no, it's still there. No, it's still there. Still there. Why would we delete it? It's watch fucking, the final. It's one of the, the best things we've done. Barely speak fucking English anymore. <laughs> in between Thai and English, I think you're speaking big. <laughs> I'd like you guys to think about um, best publicly recorded from two when we oh, do the Sunbury. Sunbury. That smoker's room when it was pissing down rain. <laughs> that yeah. was so fucking good. That was. <laughs> and then the fucking commentary went and the past in their fucking park. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, the pub in Gisborne. That was a classic. Oh. Yeah. What a place. Yeah. Good stuff, Al. Yep. Uh, so there we go. Up there, if any of our listeners would like to contribute to awards that we should give out on our presentation night, which will be next episode, um, or if you have better ideas about when we should read this out, should it be the final episode live at the yeah, Athenaeum? Yeah, two hundred. Sydney. Yeah. Yep. I think that's when we should do black dress. Yep. Black yeah. dress. Okay, fine. Oh, if you want dress, to. Yep. I mean, <laughs> okay. I was thinking black tie, but I was just going to get I gotta get my skirt back from the dry cleaners. And pop he it said on. dress. Oh, what? Well, can I not dress wear a nice black blouse? Culottes, if you blouse it's and the skirt. Twenty twenty-three. Where were you, want, fellas? Yeah. No, well, well, if it's the ties on the fucking invite, well, I'm gonna have to wear black dress. That's fine. <laughs> You're gonna have a couple of black eyes if you keep going. Let's be honest. <laughs> Okay, let's not get it into. Have we, have we not learned anything from Richard Wilkins' son? You can just do whatever you want. Fucking wear whatever. That's you right. Want. Absolutely. Oh, Dick's Dick Harry Quick. Styles. Just, you know. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, there we go. So yeah, listeners, listeners, fucking fire in, Ross. Get the fucking hashtag out. Prezo yeah. night hashtag. Mid off night. Mid off. What are, what are those hashtags again? Ross? Oh, sorry. Let me. <clears throat> Uh, hashtag mid off pod one yep. D in pod <laughs> and hashtag ep ep two, numeral two zero zero. Get around it. Yeah, that's that's it. spelt numeral N U M. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. Oh, God. EP two zero zero. Get around it. Hashtag preso. Hashtag get around us. Send us and a post, hashtag Prezo9 if you want. So it's easy for yeah. us to correlate the ideas That's and it. also and your the, votes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Be and the other, in. One is, the other one is hashtag dog up ya. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Is that after the hashtag Yeah, that's get up. at 200. Yeah. Get yeah. up, hashtag, hashtag get, get up. up, space, yeah, hashtag it's a bit, dog bit up. long. <laughs> hashtag dog up ya. Just, it just rolls off the tongue with Lisa. Either one, yeah. So hashtag, either one, Preso hashtag, 9, hashtag Preso 9 for the voting, or hashtag dog up ya. Either way, yeah. they'll make it easy for us to correlate the votes. So. Hashtag, hashtag Preso flogging 9, a dead yeah. horse. Yeah. Yeah. That's hashtag good. Hashtag jump the I'll give you that one. That's, that's sharp. Hashtag Preso 9. That's nice. Hashtag bonds on water skis. That's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Leather jacket clay. Hashtag shark. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Um, do we have Hashtag any feedback? Uh, uh, no, we, we might have a new listener. 
Um, oh, God. Well, he's getting on at the right time, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, who I uh, met in Brisbane uh, for the mate's 40th, he, got, he heard about the podcast and said he'd give it a listen. I said, absolutely do not give it a listen. We're wrapping up in Bad five father, episodes. Chris. <laughs> and we've never upgraded our sound quality once. And he said, no, that doesn't matter. And I'm like, it does. <laughs> That's yeah, like did he hear about jumping. it? Did it come up in conversation between you two? Alex uh, is wearing uh, one of the three T-shirts he has, which is a mid-off-season <laughs> podcast T-shirt. No, uh, I think it was one of my key personality traits. So my mate's 40s, it, it worded him up about me, and I think one of the key things to tell him was I have a cricket podcast. So. Ah, you have this, one. This okay. Chris bloke, this Chris yep. bloke's the only bloke to jump on the Titanic as it's going down. <laughs> He rode up from a ship that was dro- the going past, and he's like, rode up. Yeah. And he's a big that. fan of the IPL. So, uh, well, we like like we've, we've all got our issues. <laughs> <laughs> Can't all be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all righty. Anyone else with any listener feedback? Yes, Roscoe. Yes, I just had a final um, thought from me. <laughs> It was county cricket at its finest uh, the other week when Leicester took on Yorkshire at Yorkshire's home ground, which was the um, uh, wherever they play. No, Headingley. And um, old mates, Yorkshire ran up 517 in their first inning. So um, they thought they're pretty safe because Leicester hadn't beaten them there since 1908 or something. So, yeah. And And then, lo and behold, yeah, They've got him. The other team's got to get it. So. Peter um, Hanscom made a ton and some other runs, and they chased down the fourth innings target and won for the first time in a very long time. Smashed him. Yeah, so it was it was genuinely or literally a once in a lifetime. Fuck mm. uh, off, Ross. You see, before we do move on, actually, there's two things I missed. We don't talk about IPL. Old mate at the five sixes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did anyone watch that video of him hitting the five sixes? Yeah, I saw a little. I saw that. One of those tiny like little videos. Game. It was. Yeah, it was waste time. Fucking full tosses yeah, outside off. Tosses. It's like fucking just. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how bowlers could bowl so many of those in a row. Oh. They're trying to oh, hit a Yorker well, right, yeah. but. Oh, it's like he might have been on the take even. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But my favourite oh, video on, from the oh, IPL, which I don't know if everyone else saw. Did anyone see the bloke miss the man cat? To win the game, no, I saw so a still of it. it. Yeah, yeah. so I did see a still of it. And goes to Mancad and like flicks real hard, like being a smart ass, and goes across the top of off stump and misses Very it. Good. And then I think I think it ends up going back or something happens, and they just run like it goes to the keeper and they run and they win. So it's like sucked in, dickhead. <laughs> yeah, suck shit, dickhead. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you made a change IPL before we wrap up. We uh, change his son shit. made his IPL debut. He's a big, tall, fuck off, fast bowler. He looks like he's seven foot tall, but so right. he's standing next to his dad. So he's probably really about five foot eight, but he looks massive. So. <laughs> I was going to say, he must have a tall mum. <laughs> he actually is a big fucking unit. Like, he stands next to Satchin, and Satchin's like just to his waist nearly. Like, he's a big boy. So. <laughs> his waist. Satchin's got old quick. He's getting yeah, shorter. He's shrinking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think his name's uh, Arjun. Arjun Tendulkar, I think his name was. So. Yeah. Oh, nice. Same surname, interesting. Arjun Tendulkar. <laughs> Tendulkar. Is he, is he any fucking good? Um, I don't know. He's playing IPL. That doesn't mean he's good, but he's at least playing. Uh, yeah, not just a clever yeah. name, then. Might as well <laughs> cash in on your dad's name before people work out you know good. Fucking. It's a good point. Nepotism, my favouritism. Yeah. No, worked for Mark Richardson at Collingwood for fucking years. So, you know, <laughs> fucking get behind it while you can. 
All righty, I think that'll just about do us here. So, ooh, that's oh, a good man, call. Oh, that's that's dinner coming up. Uh, yeah, good, so, good ending. <laughs> on air, burp. I just just do have an extra coda, in fact, to this because I've already done my final thought. That this is episode Mike Hussey because his highest test score was 195. There you go. Shit. What a time to Shit. be alive. All righty, that'll do us here at the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you later. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody. There see you are. Oh, I think, fuck, there's only five of those left. Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was-